Breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Angelina Jolie was at the White House last week to discuss the reauthorization of the Violence Against Women Act and also to request a drone strike on Brad Pitt. Judge Judy is now getting a new show on IMDb TV. It will be like her previous judge show, minus the part where people watch it. Some new emojis were announced last week. They include a melting face, a disco ball, and Nicki Minaj's cousin's friends in large testes. Making sure breaking news stays broken. Tune in tomorrow for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. I got to tell you, I, I don't know that it could be done any better than this. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. I spent the weekend in New York City with uh, my wife, Tara, my brother and his wife. We had a great time. Uh, a nice, expensive steak dinner at quite possibly the loudest steakhouse I was ever at in my entire life, but it was good. Got up early on Sunday. Uh, our plan was to uh, head to a Yankee game, uh, but in the morning, my brother came up with a great idea. He said, why don't we go down to uh, the 9-11 memorial site and go to the museum? All right, that's great. I've never actually gone into the museum. I've only seen the reflecting pools from the surface, and that was it. I'm like, this is a great idea. Very somber and moving as we roll in there. We saw a man kneeling outside the uh, fenced-off area before they opened everything by the reflecting pools, just sobbing. And it was just, uh, boom, an instant reminder that people are still feeling the effects of loved ones lost every single day. So we waited in line on a gorgeous day, a day that was eerily similar weather-wise to September 11th, 2001. Took a picture of the new Freedom Tower, which is a, a beautiful building. And then after waiting in line for a little while longer, we got to enter the museum. And man, what a moving experience. The whole place is amazing. They do a great job of telling the story of the day, not just in New York City, but in Washington, D.C. and in Shanksville as well. Uh, what was going on in the planes, what was going on in the back uh, offices and rooms of FAA and everybody else who was just trying to figure out what was happening. You walk through some amazing pieces of uh, the building and rescue vehicles, uh, past a stairwell that so many people escaped out of and into a huge open space with some more of the wreckage from the day. And at this point, I'm like, man, whoever put this museum together, they nailed it. Nailed it. Everything I needed was right there. And then, then there's more. Uh, inside the footprints of the towers, under the fountains you see from the outside, which you have no idea are out there once you're inside, are two different exhibits. One, under the footprint of one tower, an incredibly moving tribute to the lives of the victims with pictures of all the folks who lost their lives and voices of family and friends telling their stories. And, and that's the point where I was moved uh, emotionally bigger than I had been in a long, long time. The second, inside the footprint of the other tower, a timeline uh, of the days of the events, like second by second almost, with audio, newspaper, video from the day, news reports. They dive into Al-Qaeda and the events leading up to the attacks, as well as the aftermath and the war on terror. Such an emotional morning for uh, me and my wife and my brother and his wife. If you ever get the chance to go down there and go to Ground Zero and do this, I'm telling you, spend a couple of hours there. It is incredible. It is moving. Just don't follow it up with a Yankee game like we did because they stink right now. It's time for Real Talk with Prospector. No filters, no middlemen, no BS. Just real talk. Yesterday was National Talk Like a Pirate Day, and many people are going to celebrate it today. It ain't a real holiday, so settle down. Oh, and don't come to work in your lame Halloween pirate costume today. I'm talking to you, Tim in accounting. Knock it off. And know this. 
if you actually try to talk like a pirate for more than one sentence to any one person today, you're a complete tool. This has been Real Talk with Prospector on Rock 107. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. A couple in California named Karen and Gary Ray just celebrated their 59th wedding anniversary by recreating the wedding photos. And even at 79 years of age, she still fit into her dress. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. I know it's childish. I don't care. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. Describe yourself in bed using the first title of the first song from the first album you ever bought. If you bought The Razor's Edge, if that was your first album, you'd be thunderstruck in bed. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Take the first song of the first album you ever bought with your own money and add in bed to it. For me, it would be Van Halen's first album, so it's Eruption in bed. Uh, Randy says, do it again in bed. How about you? First song off the first album you ever got, then add in bed to describe yourself. Rock 107. Uh, first album was Appetite for Destruction, so the first song would be Welcome to the Jungle in Bed. <laughs> Is that fitting or not? Yes. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the Jungle in His Bed. Uh, Jess says Take It Easy in Bed. Uh, and Jeffrey says Can't Scratch Fever in Bed. It is for me. All those are pretty good. Uh, Ed, for me, my first album was Skinner's first album, so it's I Ain't the One in Bed. That one kind of seems unfortunate. How about you, Rock 107? Ross back here. Yeah. First album I ever bought my own money was Ace Frehley's solo album. So rip it out in bed. Rock 107. Yeah, how about R.L. Speedwagon's Don't Let Him Go in Bed? <laughs> so High Infidelity <laughs> was your first album, huh? Yeah, that was my first album. I was in fourth grade. I love it. Don't Let Him Go in Bed. Perfect. What's your name? Ed from Duryea. Amy says Dancing with Mr. D in Bed. So she must have had goat's head soup. And Melissa, rainbow connection in bed. <laughs> Melissa is a fan of the Muppet movie. Uh, and Cheryl, check it in on Facebook.com slash Angry Prospector says Sweet Leaf in bed. Take that first song from the first album you ever bought uh, with your own money and add in bed to the title. Rock 107. Hey, Prospector. Yo. And you were saying about the first song. I'm embarrassed to admit what the first album I ever bought was, but the title of the first track is perfect. All right, I can't wait to hear this. What's the album, by the way? The album was Weird Al Yankovic in 3D. I'm not sure you need to be embarrassed. Weird Al's pretty good. All right, what do we got? What's the song? Eat It was the first track on that song. Ha! That was just like, but it's embarrassing as hell that that was the first album I ever bought. <laughs> but still, that works out pretty good. Eat It in bed is yours. Exactly. We got one from Open Mic, Rock 107. What do you have? Prospector, Eric from Dunmore. Two minutes to midnight in bed. <laughs> <laughs> two minutes of midnight in bed. Wait, wait, wait. Two minutes is from Power Slave. First song on that's Aces High, so it should be Aces High in bed for that guy. Michael might have taken the cake here. He says, Kiss Alive was my first album, so for me, it's Deuce in bed. Ew. Northeast PA's Classic Rock, Rock 107. Good morning. I'm Prospector. Time for a little fun on the phones. Got a message on my Facebook, facebook.com slash angryprospector from a guy named Carl who says, Hey, my wife Jesse and I love the show. Love your prank calls. I was wondering if you think you could prank my wife Jesse. The only thing I can think of is she loves Olive Garden and she loves that they come over with a little cheese thing. I don't know if there's something in that. Well, Carl, I have an idea. She's eating too much cheese. It's time for another Prospector prank call. On Rock 107. Hello? 
Hi, I'm calling for uh, Jesse Petrosky. This is Jesse. Yeah, hi, Jesse. Uh, this is Rick Longman. I uh, wanted to talk to you real quick. I'm the manager of uh, the local Olive Garden here. Uh, you came in last week, right? Yes. All right. First of all, let me just thank you for being a loyal customer. We appreciate the business. Uh, I do have one thing I need to ask, and, and I ask you to hear me out, please. Okay. All right. So uh, what it is is uh, you come in at least once a week, right? At least. All right. And when we approach your table and say, would you like some pepper, what do you say? Yes, please. Great. Yeah. And then they say they grind the pepper a couple times, and that's it, right? Yes. Okay. When we come to the table and say, would you like some cheese? It's the same thing. We just expect to give you a little bit of garnish of cheese just to lightly coat your pasta. And what my servers are telling me is that you're going through an entire block of Parmesan cheese each time. And that's using it up for everybody else. And we never really intended for the cheese to be the entire dish. It's supposed to be a light garnish. Oh, my God. You're calling me about too much cheese right now. Well, think about this. You're not. You're not. Well, I am. And I just ask you to think about this. Do you know how much a block of Parmesan cheese costs? You you don't, right? It doesn't matter. I pay for my meal. Well, you do pay for your meal, but you're actually doubling the cost of that meal to us. Because we, we have a cost. Obviously, what you pay is a little more so that we make a profit, right? You eat up all that profit, you and you eat up the entire block of cheese shredded onto your pasta. If everybody came in and had a whole block of cheese grounded into their pasta, we'd lose our profit. We'd lose our shirts, right? You'd have no more restaurant and you'd say you goodbye to our fine pasta right dishes. right now talking. You're a manager, Yeah, right? yeah I am. Yes, I am. And you're calling me because I use too much cheese on my pasta. Well, what I'm saying is the amount of cheese that you're having them shred on top of your pasta is basically doubling the cost of our dish. Uh, it is. Uh, first of all, it's an expensive cheese. We provide it as a courtesy. I don't know if you noticed the last time when you came there, we didn't actually automatically offer it to you, right? Did you have to ask for it? Yes. Okay. Didn't even notice. Well, that's because we actually end up losing money every time you come into the restaurant. So to offset that, all I'm asking for is for the How next 30... For the next forever days, you can take that cheese and stick it up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold, hold on, hold on. Look, I said, we're happy to have your business, but if that's the way you feel about it, I, I would encourage you to go to another restaurant because they're going to tell you the same thing. Nobody's going to give you... Oh, look, my God. Nobody's no, going to give you an no. entire block of cheese. You're going to eat them out of house and home, all right? Yeah, no. I, I want your supervisor's number. I am I the supervisor. I'm the, the manager. Business. I want the... Look, it doesn't matter. You go up to the President of the United States, they're going to tell you it's too much cheese. And by the way, I can only imagine what that's doing to your intestines. You shouldn't be eating that much cheese. Oh, my God. Am I right? You? Am I right? No, I'm done eating. Okay, look, you're you're probably blocked up a little bit right now. Are you blocked up? That is not your business. Have you ever had prosy of the intestines? A what? A prosy of the intestines. Have you ever had that condition? No. What the hell is that? It's when you have a prank call being played on you right now. It's not real. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you suck. Jesse, your husband Carl said we could uh, call you and that you love Olive Garden and you love cheese. We're not Olive Garden. Nice. (laughs) I I think they give you as much cheese as you want. Yeah, yeah, funny. What's a yam bag? A fool, an idiot, a blockhead, a dunce, or an ignoramus. You know, a dullard, simpleton, or a clot, nitwit, dipstick, pea brain, mouth breather, or cretin. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day, as decided by you at rock107.com. Here are the nominees. Nominee number one. If all criminals made it this easy on the cops, we'd eventually have no crime. Some guy near Toronto was driving around in a red Cadillac Tuesday night last week, according to police. He was impaired, so either drunk or on drugs, and for some reason, 
He decided to start doing loops in the parking lot of a police station. It was around 1.45 in the morning when a cop saw him slowly driving in circles in the parking lot, weaving in between parked cars and flashing his headlights on and off for some reason. The officer talked to him and told him to stop, but the guy refused and just kept doing it. Two cops and police cruisers eventually boxed him in, got him to stop, and arrested him for impaired driving. Nominee number two. Imagine the look on the cashier's face the fourth time this idiot walked through the door. 32-year-old Ronald Hill Jr. got arrested last week after robbing the same 7-Eleven store four different times this summer. Four! The first robbery happened July 15th, then he came back and robbed it on August 22nd, August 29th, and September 6th, so about a week between each of the last three. And each time he came in, he stole stuff off the shelves, took cash from the register, assaulted an employee, too. It's not clear if it was the same employee all four times. He got caught trespassing somewhere else last week, and cops realized it was the same guy from the security footage. He faces four counts of robbery. And the winner is... The guy who did circles in a police parking lot at 1 a.m. until they finally arrested him for drunk driving. You are the yam bag of the day. And we'll move on to Friday's Yam Bag of the Week competition. Stay tuned for more nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day right here on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.